What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Duran. I got both of my co-hosts on the line with me tonight. I got my man, Jay Bobo. What's good, bro? Not much. What's going on tonight? Looking forward to another great episode in the book tonight. Um, Hit a new milestone. We're now for 12,000 followers and rising. So shout out to all our new followers. Shout out that's to the blue checks that's been that's been following the podcast. Shout out to y'all. Definitely appreciate that. Um, but want to quickly remind you, you can catch us on Grind City TV. That's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on your Roku TV. You can download Grind City TV on your Roku TV app. You can also download it on Google Play. And be sure to follow us on TikTok at Hold Husband Podcast, as well as give us a like on Facebook. All right, T. Uh, I also have my other co-host on the line. I got my man SD. What's good with you? Man, what's up? What's up, everybody? I'm gonna leave my hat on this week because I ain't got. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that for y'all today. But I want to give a shout out to uh, Brother Soul Productions for keeping the background music tight all the time. And I want to uh, remind you all to donate to the Host to Husband podcast mm-hmm. on uh, Cash App and PayPal. Uh, that's what's up, man. Uh, I want to remind everybody, y'all can catch the audio playback of the show every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the core94.com. Uh, tonight, we got one of my favorite topics that we're going to be discussing. Tonight's topic is sex with friends. Uh, so we're going to be talking about casual sex and uh, casual dating. Uh, so we this should be very interesting. We got a real interesting guest that'll be coming on. Uh, but before we get into all that, y'all know how we do it around here. Uh, we like to talk about stuff that we've seen trending on our timeline and on social media. So we got some good videos, uh, some some good discussion points. Uh, this first video that we're going to talk about is a, a video of a guy uh, questioning young women wearing very revealing um, attire. Let's take a listen to see what he has to say. Hey, yo. Don't nobody know your daughter is 14, 15 years old, man. They don't. Especially when they see them wearing these tight ass shorts with their ass cheeks hanging out the goddamn shorts. Men see physical, we see it. We don't know she 15, 14, man. Sis, you don't see your daughter out there look like she having an ass out contest with you? You ain't gonna say nothing? Or you just gonna, you just gonna victimize the people that look at her? Ain't you the one that bought them motherfucking clothes? Huh? Ain't you the one that... Man, check that shit. It's warm as hell, man. You got these little girls walking down the street. I'm riding down the block, seeing all the kids for the prom. Somebody got all the little girls' prom dresses, got their ass and their titties out. That's normal to you? You don't feel weird about that shit? You got grown men riding by, grown men with gray beards, looking at your little 12, 13, 14-year-old daughter. They ain't looking at you, looking at her ass. Man, that video got a lot of people in their feelings, um, mm. but I didn't hear one lie. You know what I mean? It's a it's a harsh reality, especially for our community, whatnot. But it's the reality of it. Like, yeah, from a male perspective, we do look at physical shape, and right. a, a fat ass mm. is a fat ass from a distance. Now, as you as you get closer, you you can usually tell. You can get a. a better gauge of her age range by her behavior and other context clues but from a distance that's really all the dude is looking at you know what i'm saying is is your shape and your appearance from afar um and so it is it is a thing man back back in the day we used to call them r kelly's chicks that was really young or or under 18 that had shapes like grown women 
because obviously if you indulge in that you're a pedophile you know what i'm saying are you doing something out of line but um i didn't have any issue with the video what did y'all think um i think that he's right moms parents whatever because to be honest i doubt in a lot of those situations where that's happening that it's a father in the house i can i can almost Ooh. seriously doubt that so um these moms gotta understand that everybody's not a stand-up dude out here man they ain't gonna pass up on some of these young girls like that i mean these young girls be pregnant at 14 15 years old and they and the guys they pregnant by be in college they, somewhere. or in their 20s yeah yeah man yeah. when i was a teacher that was common bro yeah so yeah. as a parent as a mom if you're there you can't uh help facilitate that and as a father if you know that you got kids out here man you have to stay in your kids life you can't just be cool. running out here because you affect these kids more than what you know when you don't stay in these kids lives man if it's something that you can uh help prevent you know without the mom like keeping you away and forcing you and all that type of stuff i'm talking about but you got to stay in these kids lives man and stay as an active parent and not their friend like their parents Preach. this yeah. is the type of stuff that happens when you act like their friend and buy them revealing clothes you know what i'm yeah. saying it hurts them in the long run yeah what about you jay yeah. no doubt man after you dropping some gems there but it here's the thing with that letting your girl go outside with let's the pussy cutter shorts for lack of a better word here right that's not a victimless crime when you're just letting your 14 15 or 16 year old just wear something revealing like that because guys go look you know i had to catch myself a couple times i'm looking at it and then you realize damn she's only you know she's not even 18. i've had to catch myself and i felt bad i'm like damn why am i looking at something like that but Jay, i want to ask you something because you have a daughter do you have you had talks like this with your daughter yet i know i think she's in junior high if i'm not mistaken yeah she's a sixth rate uh we don't okay. necessarily we haven't had to have a talk about gotcha. like a thought because her we've always you know had restrictions on what you can and can't do uh so it's it's not an issue in our household gotcha. uh, I'm, i mean she she does TikTok dances and stuff like that <laughs> where she shakes her ass and stuff like that but it's and a lot of times they're they're the TikTok dances they don't even realize what the lyrics really mean and all gotcha. that so okay we, we've experienced more of that but it's not she's dead looking and acting like a thought that's that's the least of our mm -hmm. issues with my daughter Gosh. um but uh i mean just historically with girls in the, at that age range have always they're always trying to buy for the attention of the older guys uh and yep. so that physically 14 to 21 is really where a, a, a woman's gonna be in her physical prime depending on you know her genetics or whatnot uh and so it it, you have to have the integrity as a man to be willing to curb your desires for once you realize she's she's young or, or close to being young you know what i'm yeah. saying because i mean every guy you've been at walmart you're staring at a big booty in the line <laughs> right and then you look up and it's it's a letterman jacket class of 20, 20, <laughs> or some shit. you know what i'm saying like what? so you in here like yeah you know, like but, everybody right. but, caught up. but but long as you ain't like fuck it like because i've heard some some trifling shit. i heard guys say like 
if she can bleed, you know, like they got little phrases. If wow. She got grass. If she got like she got Play hair ball. on her pussy. <laughs> yeah, like they got yeah. a lot of little pedophiles. <laughs> slap. Dude. Look, so listen. I, we've all seen that. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I have. I remember um actually this this chick hit me on Instagram in my DMs about mm -hmm. eight months ago on my old page. She said, Hey, do you remember me? I said, Yeah, your face looked familiar. What happened? I, I remember you. She said, Well, I used to work at the restaurant. And uh, I tried to talk to you. I sent my girl over there to talk to you. And then when I came over to your table, you asked me to show you my ID. At the time, oh. at, at that time, I was like 20, 28, 29, something like that. And yeah. um, I made her show me her ID. And she was like 16 or 17 at the time. And I told her like, nah, I'm, I'm good on you. So I say that to say this, regardless of what these kids is wearing out here, regardless of how they talk or how they behave, it is on you as the grown man to turn the other the other way and leave these chicks alone ask them for their id if you are unsure because a lot of them are developed a lot and act yeah. older and dress older because that ain't that yeah. ain't gonna get you out like yeah like it's, it's, and it's messed up from from a male perspective where i didn't know is not enough you know what i'm saying because right. I, I remember i had a situation like that uh where i actually smashed a chick and then found out her age after the fact, you know what I'm saying? Cause she had lied about her age. Yep. Uh, and so it, it was crazy cause I was, but well, in, in my defense, this I was 17, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it wasn't oh, like it was okay. a big age gap. Gotcha. This is when I first went to the military, yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. she told me she was 16, so I didn't think no. nothing of it. No. But uh, after we had sex, I found ended up finding out she was 14. You know what wow. I mean? Uh, and so that that was crazy because I always think about like, damn, that's crazy. Like sis was moving, like she, like we I met her like on Sundays we would all go to the park and line our cars up and all that. So she was at the at the grown up pull up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, and I'm like, damn, she came right back to the barracks. We smashed in like a couple of days. So I'm like, how how Bro. what kind of parenting you got damn. going on Bro. where you moving like that? One more damn. year. One more year, and you would have been doing five to ten, buddy. One yeah. more year. You know, that's, that's crazy. But you, you know what? You know, you know what's crazy part about this with these, with these girls here, between yeah, still in high school. Let's say between fourteen and seventeen. You know, they'll get with the guy that's nineteen, twenty in college. To them, that's a badge of honor, especially if you have a car. Yeah, I mean, they're bragging about it, high fiving with their friends about that. Yeah, that's why you. That's yeah. why it's on you as the man. Like, if you a kid, like Terry was still considered a kid at the time. At yeah. seventeen, they both minor. was kids. Yeah, he was still a minor, so he was good. But when you up over eighteen, and you a grown man, twenty something, it's on you. But, but see, this another thing you. though. Another thing that you, that has to, you have to take into consideration, like so. on college campuses, it's a blurred line because my mm. wife was 17 when she went to college, right? Okay. So in, in college, you you in the dorms or you on campus, man, the age barrier ain't really respected like that. So you could be a, a freshman at 17, yeah. smash getting getting your back blown out by a 22 year old Kappa or yeah. Q or something. Wow. You know I, what get I, mean? it. Like, so, it, I get it, but it, at the same it, time, if push comes to shove, nobody, them police, 
And them investigators, oh, yeah. they ain't going to hear okay. that you didn't know that no. she was 17 right. and she had college and she out here with us. Like, I didn't think they don't care. Come on down here to the to the to the yeah. county. What? That's where they're going to care. At. And you do not want to stain like that on your life or yeah. in jail. So exactly. you got to pay attention to what you're doing and card these chicks if you are unsure. Yeah, I'll, I'll add just one more thing real quick as to what you said, SD, especially when you're black. Then they're really gonna come down. They ain't really trying. They're really not trying to hear that. Man, especially I'll leave it at that. Especially if she snow. They All right, man. Let's uh, let's keep things rolling. Now, this next video, uh, this shows the kind of mentalities and and the ways that women are choosing their men. Uh, we have somebody on, on their podcast playing matchmaker, uh, and we've seen a, a woman meet a guy. That's a nuclear physicist, and let's see how things went. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, man, where do I start? Uh, I like uh, I like martial arts a lot. I did uh, a bit of pharmacy uh, back when I was a little bit younger, about two, three years ago. I got certified at pharmacy around when I was seventeen. Um, I didn't really do anything with it. I went to university for a while. I was getting like a business degree. So I have a bachelor's in business. And then I did um, pharmacy for a little while for about three years and then got bored. So I was like, eh, let's go see what the military has to offer. Didn't do anything. Um, got my, I did my PiCat about a year ago, got a 96 on that. It goes up to a 99, got a 96. They offered me nuclear physics, and I was like, why the fuck not? So I went there, and now I ship out in a few days. Oh, okay, nice. Well, best of luck as you ship out pineapples. Yeah. Why? Because he literally didn't tell me any qualities about himself. He's just like, I made a 96 on this. I did this. And I feel like I did that at first, too. But however, I need a man with some personality. You felt that quick? You know you didn't have personality? Yes, I'm really good at reading people. All right, now, I don't... Mm. People get people can curve people for whatever reason they want to. Right. They can. But the, the thing is, women are already having an uphill battle on finding a quality man. And I can make a very strong argument that a guy with no kids that is ambitious and is about to be a nuclear physicist that's a good starting point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's believe. a very good starting point. Like, he's he's at least a B plus on just about any scale you can come up with based off what I saw in the video uh, and, right. and his career choices and, and ambition. Um, so, so were y'all shocked at all or surprised when y'all saw her curve him so fast? I was not. But um, she says she's good at reading people. Guess what, Sweet Pea? I am too. And this is what I saw. <laughs> This is what I saw from the beginning. Look Get at him. her body language and the way she was looking when he came on camera. It wasn't warm. <laughs> from the jump, she didn't like dude. And you can see it in her face and her body language yep. from dealing with so many, uh, you know what I'm saying, women out here. You understand people, right? So she didn't see any qualities about him. She didn't see that he was dedicated. She didn't see that he was hardworking. She didn't see that he was ambitious and smart. The brother got a 96, 96 out of 99. Bro, out of 99. And then going to be a nuclear physicist. So what it tells me is that like a lot of women out here, not all of them, but a lot of them, 
they only want how Russell Wilson treats Sierra. They don't right. really want the, how Russell Wilson is because this dude right here, he reminds you of that clean cut. A regular, yeah, yeah. regular life Russell Wilson. Regular guy, but, but smart and ambitious. And she turned him away without a second thought. Oh, he didn't have no personality. He didn't tell me nothing about himself. In two minutes, he told you a lot of different things about him. You weren't listening because it ain't what you wanted to hear. You wanted to right. see swag. You wanted yep. to see that persona in dude. Now, in Man. 10 years, when she's a, when in 10 years, she'll be looking for that same dude. Guaranteed. It'll be too oh. late. Yeah. No, no doubt. First of all, he said he was gonna be a nuclear in the Navy. You know how hard that is to do. Like I've been there. So listen, he'll be an E6 by the time his four-year enlistment is up, because they advance pretty quickly as a nuke. Uh, a nuclear Navy, that's the equivalent of an MIT student. And you know how hard it is to get an MIT as an astrophysicist or a nuclear physicist in there, number one. So she looked, that wall went over her head because she was she wants a certain type of guy, he wasn't it. Absolutely. And but he, he, he he's a he's a six-figure dude by just by career alone. He said yeah. he, he got his certification in being a pharmacist, and then now he's he's upgraded to being a nuclear physicist. So just off his where he's starting his career at, he's 27, about to be in a, in a, a very promising career. That is a great foundation to start with a guy to build yep. from. Um, but to curb and eliminate that without even having a, a phone conversation or a, a, a more in-depth conversation where you can learn some more about personality. Because yep. like you said, SD, I and now that, that mm -hmm. minute or so he was talking, I saw multiple, I heard multiple things that would make him date worthy um, if I was talking to a woman or giving some advice. Uh, yeah. um, but yep. but again, we're, yeah. it points out that the, the lies that women we want to we're doing the sierra prayer yep. they're just wishing for exactly. this worth a hundred million dollars and it's rich and famous right Qu yeah. question question first i got a question i want you both to chime in on this do you think most women share the disposition she doesn't just won't admit to it yeah <laughs> i do I, because most most of their reactions to guys is emotional it's, it's right. based off how you look and how attractive they are to you um, that's why they're so inconsistent in how they apply stuff and what's okay yeah. and what's not, because it's largely dependent on how they feel. Um, and so that alone puts it in, in a situation where fuck boys have an advantage. Um, that's so, so would you would you say that you know she she failed a part of a dating stage by just dismissing him like the way she did? I, I think it just exposes a flaw in her perception of men yeah. in general okay. and her approach to dating. Uh, any woman that is going, like like I was saying earlier, women are already having an uphill battle when it comes to dating. So they're not in a position to curb quality men for dumb mm -hmm. reasons. And curving a guy before you even learn anything about him and then having a, a, a firm no 0%, that, those are, that I would say that that's a flawed dating strategy. Because women do it all the time. Yeah. Um, they, they'll they'll entertain the wrong dudes for the wrong reasons because he has swag. He had on <laughs> a bunch of chains or a bunch of. She saw his car when he pulled up, or yep. just he, he did a handshake with the other dudes in VIP. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like women women choose guys over some of the dumbest right. shit. Man, if you ever just talk to him and listen to him, man, that sound that's exactly what their logic on, on, on making evaluations on men sounds like. Yeah. 
you're gonna get some answer that have you like, damn, that was stupid. So, uh, <clears throat> do we? Uh, I think we got yeah, time. Man, horrible to, judge of character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't feel sorry for it, right? Don't, not at all. Those are the type of women that will that claim that they're a good character, but end up knocked up by a dude that's a deadbeat, or you know what I'm saying, like. It's not not uh I I don't think anybody's just a perfect candidate. Uh right. but the ingredients right. to have a good husband and father are real plain and real identifiable almost instantly if you're talking to a guy that got some sense. Yeah. Um man, I think we got time to try to get to one of our questions from our DMs. Um uh, if y'all were interested in having your questions uh read to the on the podcast or responded to, make sure y'all hit us up. Uh, on our Hold a Husband podcast DMs. Uh, what we got in the inbox, fellas? Uh, today we got um, Mr. B from Delaware okay. again. All right, Mr. Okay. B. All right. Mr. B. My man said, my wife and I have been separated for about three months. We lost mm. our apartment. She moved out the house. I've been living in a shelter for a while now. We don't talk much she does not initiate or text uh, uh, any type of conversations. We have two children. I think it's over. Uh, do y'all think it's a chance of reconciliation, even though she initiates nothing? Mm. Nah. Short man. answer. Short answer. No. <laughs> um, women are the initiators of over seventy percent of divorces, mm -hmm. uh, and if a woman don't have no, I, if she don't have no incentive to be there that's the type of energy that you're gonna see so nah man you finna she don't care about you being in the shelter she, she like everything that she's doing right now demonstrates now i don't know what her her motivation is she could have a justified reason for feeling that way but it sounds like she's moved on for sure yeah it sounds like she is done done when a woman yep. act like that and and she don't reach out to you at all. Oh, like she don't even care if you alive somewhere. <laughs> like, if, if she don't, if she acting like that, it, you might as well let that go, bro. It sounds like he Back. still has hope because he's still in love with his lady. Of course, they was married I, like thirteen years, so that's understandable. Right. But it sounds like this is a wrap, my dude. Yeah, man. Sorry, I hate to hear it. Yep. I, I hate to see anybody end up in a situation where you go from mm -hmm. having a stable lifestyle to being in a homeless shelter. But yeah, that, that kind of reflects the 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 penalties for men when it comes to divorce and ending yep. relationships. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's he's holding on to a glimmer of hope that she might come back, but I don't see that. Clearly it sounds like she just mentally checked out of this marriage period. Like and once a woman just checks out a relationship or a marriage. There's no one coming back from that. There's nothing you're gonna say, hey, you know, try to sweet talk her, charm her, whatever the case may be. She ain't coming back. I just don't see it. But that's why yeah. so many men nowadays, man, that's in a position, you know what I'm saying? Like myself and other men, man, where they have things. That's why we're so reserved when it comes yep. to actually getting in relationships and and trying or wanting to get married like i want you got to, more to lose you got but at the same lose. time i don't want to risk everything that i've got over the past 41 years on a woman right. that might just decide to leave in in four years or something like that it's tough when you want to get married because you hear situations right. like this and in my line of work i see so, it all the time from dudes that's right, married well, let me ask you this are, are you if you were considering marriage with a woman are you going to get a prenup 
Man, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have too much that I have that I have gained without a woman here. You know what I'm saying? For me to put all of that on the line for you to right. drastically affect my financial no. status. No, I can't do it. Hold I got a quick question just, just on that prenup. Because a lot of women find it insulting when you ask for a prenup. So I see, let's say no. you ask one for a prenup and she says no. What's your reaction? Well, I'll see you later. I'll talk to you later. Bro. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Unless, unless, unless. I, I do have an unless. Unless she has something amassed for herself as well to lose. If okay. she has things to lose also, then I'd be like, okay, I get it. It's cool. But you've got things to lose also. You can't come in here with $20,000 to, your, to your, your car is fifteen. And your clothes is four, and you got a thousand dollars in the bank. Tell me, you ain't signing the prenup. I will see you later, sweetheart. I'm saying, like, if, if you got cash too, and you and you have done well for yourself, you ain't even got to have what I have. You you can have. Half you got some. Yeah, have something yeah. that you have on the table that you stand to lose also. But don't come All up right. in here with no bag. Tell me, I ain't signing nothing because you step right outside the door. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you gotta you gotta have that sense and like i said that's one of the main factors that uh and why i got married at 25. Uh, i knew once i was making money once i was because from a male perspective i feel like i'm at my prime not physically but but overall uh as a uh, dateability with my right. with my physical and my finances now Man, I, I could I could be a, a lot more successful as a single man or a bachelor, and and then I'd be dealing with the problem like you, like when you all all the women you date are really bad or really qualified. It makes it tougher to choose. Uh, you got the finances to think about. You got the potential divorce, kids. Like it's a, it's a it's a very serious decision, life decision. No um, that I think it, it gets more complicated as you acquire more and get older. Um, yeah. I might, I might get married when I get ED or something like that. Then I might. Get home <laughs> I'm joking, ladies. I'm joking. I'm joking, ladies. I'm joking. So <laughs> you a fool, boy. Ah, that's what's up. Um, <laughs> All right, man. Uh, look like we up against the clock. We about to uh, take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be getting into our topic of the night, sex with friends. We'll be bringing on our guests uh, and we'll, we'll have a real good conversation. Uh, Y'all are tuned into the Hoda Hugging Podcast, and we'll be back momentarily. You have everything it takes to become an effective dater. I've simplified the entire process for you. All you need to do is make some adjustments to your approach to learn how you're supposed to date by downloading the Terry Duran Dating Compatibility Guide. It's available for only $1.50 exclusively at terryduranbooks.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. Tonight, we are talking about sex with friends, uh, and we have our guests on for the line. Uh, uh, we have Yancy on the line. What's going on? How you doing? Hi, doing well. Thanks for having me back. Uh, we appreciate we appreciate you taking the time out to come chop it up with us. Um, before we get into the conversation, can you let the audience know a little bit about you, what you got going on in, in your background? Okay. Uh, well, I will say this, seven years ago, I started out with a woman with a whole lot of questions. 
I wanted to understand more about men specifically in regards to relationships. And so I went out just stirring up a lot of, a lot of dust and in the process unintentionally gained a following because apparently there were a lot of other people who wanted to know the information I was after. And so here we are. So I have made a lot of mistakes. So I help people avoid those mistakes I already made because I already covered them for you. And everything that I learned, I turn back and tell my people. So I do uh, do this full time now, YouTube, Instagram, and all the socials. And so it's just a lot of fun. I really want to help men and women come together and actually enjoy themselves. So that's my goal. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, so tonight we're talking about casual, casual sex and casual dating. Uh, how do you define casual dating or casual sex? And what are your thoughts on it? I was actually going to say there's that that name is crazy to me because there's nothing casual about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I did a post uh, a while back and it was funny because I had guys who tried to argue. But the reality is sex is different than any other activity. There is a territorialness a person feels. There is something, whatever, even if you don't want to call it ter territorialness, there is a distinction between having sex and not having sex. And what I did, I'll see if I can remember them from the post. But essentially, if your best friend smashed a chick or your brother smashed a chick, or once the line has been crossed of smashing, suddenly that woman is off, uh, what is it, off uh, limits. Limit. To most- That's not necessarily true. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go stop. To most. There, there are some men who just pass somebody around and they don't care. Or if it's the fact that they're just trying to smash. But if we say that this is going to be wifey, most men will think twice if she's been with multiple people in her circle, especially, okay? I, I dare any man to say, hey, three of my guy friends have hit this chick and I want to marry her. Woo! <clears throat> they will quickly say this. Yeah. Is <laughs> No doubt. Right? That like, that's a judgment. Yeah. That's a judgment on her decision making, though. Um, that, well, that's that's typically that says a lot. Yeah, a, a, ch a chick that well, well, when we're talking about sex, we we know that men and women drastically have different views on sex in general. Absolutely. Like to you, like you said, yep. sex is nothing but casual. Well, for guys, it's very casual. Sex is just something to do for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like for the most part. Um, it feels good. It's free, and it's a lot of variety that you and a lot of different experiences that you can have from it. Uh, so for, that's why I wanted to kind of have this conversation. Like so, uh, when guys are having you know casual dating situations with women, they're really believing that women are okay to or consenting to the same thing. Like, oh, we cool. We like hanging out, and we like fun. You know what I mean? Like so. So it's like a a best of the best type of scenario from a male perspective, but apparently a lot of women only pretend to feel that way. You got a lot to say. Because you just said that the women are just, you know, they're just confused. Let's paint the picture that we hear from the women. Mm -hmm. The man does not come in, hey, excuse me, I'm a horny man and I'm looking for a vagina to enter. That's not what men do. They chat the girl up, they stroke her ego, they make her feel like she's special. And even if he doesn't say, I am looking for a wifey and this is hopefully going to lead into marriage, even if they don't see it, say that, 
they know what they're doing by leaving out certain things. And a lot of guys will say, but I didn't say that. But the, <laughs> you know, all these things technically that a guy would do if he was interested in a woman beyond her vagina. And then when the woman actually wants a return on her investment, he goes, ah, 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 I never. <laughs> well, on the, on the flip side of that, women are doing the same thing. Yep. A lot of women are trying to get the relationship, yep. get the ring, get the marriage by uh, going into it or giving him the sex to try to get a relationship out of it. A lot of women got Leverage. their own backdoor Leverage. games due to the to the game. You got to just understand the game and how to play it. So does it make you does does what make that that if women have that too? Are using sex to manipulate someone? Does it make the manipulation okay? Absolutely. Not. I don't think. Well, that's not necessarily manipulation. Not okay. Well, okay. Okay. So so in a situation where a guy meets a chick. And he's honest and upfront with with his intentions or whatever. Hey, I like you. That's, I want to see where things go. Um, he's not just doing it because of vagina. He's not just doing it for one specific reason. Men like female companionship. He's interested in meeting a new person. All of those things are pleasurable to men. So, so a guy that is has swag or is attractive and has the things that women like, using those things to to get time with women. That's not seen as manipulation. That's just guys have to learn how to do that in order to have female companionship because we don't got it like women do. We don't have women just coming up to us everywhere we go, offering to give us time and attention. Uh, so from that, the, I must make sure I understand what you're saying. You're saying time and attention. That's, yes, that's, that's I mean, it is different than sex. So I could see if that's the, it. that's the only way that you're gonna get the sex outside of offering the chicks that's to money. have sex for that's money. That's that's no, it's not. So let me ask you this: sex. You just said that's the only way to get sex. That means what? that's what you're trying to do is get the sex. Well, guys don't approach women trying to be their buddy. So anytime a guy is offering to take a woman on date or stuff, the sexual component is part of it. Women Go ahead, what? SD. <laughs> exactly. Women on your terms. That's what makes it manipulation. Say that again. If a woman says, I would never sleep with a guy that I did not think I had a future with. And uh -huh. he leads her on to think that they're going to have a future knowing he just wants sex. <laughs> oh, that, okay, <laughs> then what you're describing, that is, that's fuckboy yeah, behavior. I'm not talking about that. Sex, so that's what you're talking about. Yeah, but women don't go in and say, hey, um, I'm, not, I'm not going to have sex with you. A lot of women don't say, okay, well, if women said, I will not have sex with you unless I get a relationship. Most guys won't 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 even kick it with them. Oh, I'm and good on that. Exactly. That's that is why that. women that that's exactly what they should say. I said if you tell a man I'm not having sex good with luck. you, it will eliminate yep. all the dudes who just want something to do. But that's not true. Dude, that's not true. That's false. That that's just just because you just because go ahead go ahead you said go ahead, you said just want to have sex. That don't mean that's he what makes just it wants to have sex with her. I, I might enjoy her company. I might want to go out <laughs> with her and, and just enjoy her go, being with her and being in her being in her presence. But I want to have sex also. That's a huge part to know if if we are compatible sexually. If I wait till we marry 
and we aren't compatible sexually, well, guess what? Major problem. It's going to be an issue. Not, but I'm I'm always in. Uh, a, I want women to do whatever they feel comfortable with. Let me say that first off. Me and you have had this conversation before, Yancey. Where if a woman wants to wait till she married, I'm like, hey, do what's best for do you. It. Good luck. But men don't have to be okay with it, and that don't mean that the men only want to have sex with you. Because right, like that. Only, that that idea of only sex is usually that's false. What it is. Like that that right. th that very rarely describes a situation between a man and woman where it's just only sex. Like no, men have enough male companionship. So talking to a woman, just being around, looking at a woman, something that men like, being able to smell her perfume, be around her, etc. Those are all things that men enjoy out of dating women. Um, but a man is not going to do certain things for a woman he's not romantically interested in. And so if a man has no sexual attraction to a woman, he's never going to offer to take her on a date. He's never going to ask for a number, et cetera. And I think that's common knowledge. Like women have to know that men are sexually attracted right. to them if he approached her, right? Oh, cool. Go ahead. There are two, respectfully, there are two things. So this is why it's important to take it piece by piece. The reason why I say only sex, and I will, I'll, I'll take that term off the table because there are <laughs> men who only want sex. So there are some men okay. who only want sex. Let me clarify my statement. Some men only want sex. And when you let a man know off top, you're not down for just having casual sex, that eliminates that layer of men. Now we'll come to the layer of men that, which SD did clarify because previously and i was like you know what that's true i can't just lump everyone together there are men who do want the full package so now we're going to deal with that that layer if a man genuinely respected the woman he would not be in a rush to get in her pants so obviously my stance is waiting till marriage because this is what can happen a dude can say all the right things do all the right things and what do we all say all he's doing is just screwing other women until this one finally lets him have it. So then he goes, ah, that first go round wasn't to my liking. So carry on. And now what does the woman get? Great. Another notch on my body count tab. tab. So we're not yeah. looking at the full yeah. picture. The men are saying, I, I got a quick, I got a quick question here. So when you tell women, you know, wait until marriage to have sex or wait until at least the relationship. In your opinion, do do you believe they get better results in a dating game from doing that? Absolutely, it's a proven fact. Our grandmothers, okay. great grandmothers, they had extreme success. The bar is only as low as women allow it to be. So if women close up their pocketbooks, men will have to get in line or pay a prostitute. That's just how it is. Back in the day, you could not just take a girl to coffee and smash the next day. You had to sure. have a chaperone. Mm -hmm. You had to, you barely got anything. And then when you well, got married, you got to do stuff. Well, that, that had a lot to do with how society was set up and how the process of meeting women actually went took place. It was based off of proximity and your social network. So you had to meet her, you had to go to church with her or go to school with her or live in a neighborhood with her for the most part. Um, and so as the means of communication because back in those times, it was very difficult to be able to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a woman. 
uh, where nobody else could interrupt that or intervene. Except, that was I understand that made that way. The people make society. So when I say people are responsible for putting these things back in place, we are society. This isn't like some mystical construct. Like human beings sat down and said, it is not good for a man and a woman to be alone because we know what can happen. Hanky Pank is gonna go down. That's why the good <laughs> It wasn't until we became so evolved and we said, oh gosh, that's so prudish. We started lowering all these protective um, layers that were put there to protect women and now we have craziness we have all these women with unwed mothers we have all these ladies all these people having all these diseases and things like that all these abortions we're at 60 million <laughs> abortions that have been had i don't think that we have progressed when it comes to relationships i think that women have dropped the ball because if you drop food on the floor a dog's gonna eat it if you spread your legs to a man he's going to take it if you're attractive we'll see well, see, from a, from a guy perspective, um, even even back in the day, you know, I'm, I'm in my 40s, so I've been been dating actively since the 90s. Um, it was easy to get sex thin if you if you had the skill set for it, if you knew how to make yourself appealing to women. Um, and so, being the type of guy that women see long term and view as husband material, all have always made men. Get, giving them the ability to get sex and so but the the idea of waiting until marriage i always thought that was kind of flawed because women their perspectives on being married and of men are so flawed and unrealistic that even the women that do get married are unhappy and file for divorce 70 80 percent of the time so it's like having this goal of do all these things to get married to get divorced or to be unhappy, like that doesn't seem like it's, it's, it's that helpful either. So I, mm -hmm. I can see both sides of it. But you're adding in the fact that the stat, which every single time comes up when a man has this conversation, by the way, if you look at the reason why women are walking away and we take out the outliers, which are, there are women who are just like, oh, eat, love, pray, like the concept behind that. Oh, I just, I wanna go out and just fulfill my bliss. That is not the majority. The majority of people who walk away because a woman is wired to bond with a man. When she has sex with him, she's she's bonded, bonded chemically. And if you have children with them, he's supporting you. It is very difficult for women to get to the point emotionally to walk away. So you have to ask yourself, why is a woman going through all this to walk away? Now she's going into the dating scene in her 40s, the less chance of getting remarried. She already has kids, we just seen his baggage. Why in the world would a woman walk away from marital bliss because she 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 feels like it'll be better on the other side of the fence well because the men are neglecting there are so many men who say i did what i did to get you now i got you i'm not paying i'm not doing that i'm not giving you attention i'm not taking you on dates anymore i already got you now it's the same how is it how is it that how how is it that majority the vast majority of married men, when they talk to men that are single, they say, don't get married. I get way less sex now than I got when we were dating. Since we talk about the man, hold on. Since we talk about the man neglecting, the men are neglected as well. So it's not, like, it's not, it's not like that the women are the only ones neglected to be fouling for mm. almost 80% in the black community, 80%. 
all these women ain't so neglected to where they're filing, but they are being, they, they do have the, the financial incentive to where 97% of women get alimony and or child support from men. So there is a financial incentive there. Yes, that same financial incentive is why men don't file for mar uh, divorce as much because they're cheaper to keep it. Yes. But you have to understand the financial parts of it. Say it Hold again. on. Hold on. Before, before you go down to real quick, I just want to, because what the thing you said about divorce, one of the biggest reasons women do file for divorce is because of finances. That That is a fact. Actually, number two. What, specifically what? What about finances? What, why, why women file for divorce? One of the biggest reasons is due to finances. But no, when you say it's due to finance, finance in what aspect? They're not getting enough? What, I don't a, know. a man, due to a man's finances. Doing his finances, not having so where lack where, of finances or not being able to provide the lifestyle that she feels she deserves. So, um, where is this being documented where women are saying, My because you have to put your reason for dissolution of marriage? Where where is this being documented that the reason women are leaving is because they're not getting enough money? I, I well, haven't seen that. It's not, it's, it's no, it's not going to be on, saying, that's not what she's going to say saying, when she filed for divorce. Yeah, well, what he's saying he is just, it's, it's finances as a whole. You don't know whether that's, uh, it just says finances. If you look at top reasons for divorces, yep. it just says finances. It don't break it down as to why exactly. Was it the man didn't have enough money? Did he not provide a lifestyle she liked? It don't say what's what, or who decided to divorce. If it whole. is finances, which I'm okay with that, I would personally need to have a study. I don't like to speak on hearsay. So if you could send me the study that shows that this is why they're leaving, then that would be news to me. When I talk to women, and this is this is the thing, what we are all saying is not conflicting. It's actually making my point. Okay. Men are not getting sex a lot, and that is a fact. I, I don't dispute that at all. I advocate that women should never mm -hmm. neglect their hands. However, do you know how a woman is wired? A woman gets aroused when she feels love. It's it's not even about arousal. It's about feeling safe. If she feels safe enough, she's even open enough to be aroused. So if a man is neglecting a woman and he is spending all his attention at work, he's not giving her anything. He's coming home super late after work. He's going to hang out with the guys. And on the weekends, he's golfing. He completely neglects her. It is not surprising as to why she's shutting down. Now, I think that's the Yeah, that's the that's the example. Man is just completely neglecting. That's not realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that. That's not the actual situation because men and women need have needs that that in varying different degrees or whatnot. But I was actually even in, I wasn't gonna make it yeah. more I mean, well, I mean, but when you're saying like he's completely neglecting her Monday through Friday, like it paints the guy in a situation where he's not doing anything to cater to his woman's needs. And I, I don't think that represents the norm. How many women <laughs> because, do you because, because from a male perspective, the thing that a man does to demonstrate his love is his, his sacrifices, his providing, and, the, and also what he will deal with and put up with that he would not deal with and put up yes. with from others. And so those are things that women often overlook. He's dealing with your attitude and your passive aggressiveness and your trauma and your unhealed and your insecurities. All these other things that men deal with I while love not getting while not dealing. You know what I'm saying? Like I so, love that you said that. Let's let's we're we gonna we're gonna go with that. Okay. So the woman is not getting the thing that she makes her 
feel good, but she should be grateful for what he's doing, right? That's what we just said as the principle. So let's flip it because I love flipping on principles. She is taking care of his house. She is taking care of his children. Yeah, sex would feel good, but he's overlooking and not valuing what she is doing. You see how that doesn't work? It's, it's not enough to do the thing that you're doing. You also have to submit to your partner. And we had a joke about me being, you know, a faith-based person. You know, we, you know, you guys weren't being mean, but we were joking about this, right? <laughs> this is part of why I love being a faith-based person. Because what the Bible talks about is sacrificing for your partner. It's not enough for the man to go out and work. The way a woman is wired, we want to feel nourished. We want to feel cherished. We want to feel adored and loved. So when we go out and do our hair, we're not doing our hair for ourselves. We're doing our hair because we want the reaction from you guys. We're not wearing uh, heels that are so uncomfortable for ourselves. a lot of times. We want to be adored. We want our husband to say, yeah, that's, that's me right there. It feels good. We are wired to want to feel good. So we have to be able to step outside of ourselves and go, oh, well, I'm priding myself on being a good homemaker. Yeah, but your husband has blue balls. Like, take care of that. Same thing I would say to the man. Yeah, you over here. Yeah, yeah, I make six figures. <laughs> oh, your wife has never been told she's beautiful. Like in six months, you've never taken her out to a dinner. Just the two of you, no kids. This is where the problem is. And I don't like it when it's painted like it's all one or it's all the <laughs> other. But I will say this, as a leader, a man steers the ship. If a husband comes in, he sets the tone and the woman responds. She will respond. And it sounds like a cop out when it's on that side, but when the man wants to be on the leader, he wants her to respond. So you gotta pick your battles. You got a responsive, submissive woman. That, well, that's that's where the um the dilemma with the independent woman comes in. Because uh, the women that are making their are own, own yep. When they're making their own money, they're argumentative, they're challenging, and they're not receptive to men. No, no matter that, that they respond a certain way physically to a man that they like. But but anytime a man is criticizing a woman, telling a woman something she needs to correct or improve, it instantly gets met with backlash, even if it's something the woman will admit herself. And so we get into those space. Well. It was your tone. She didn't like how you said it. You should have said it this way. It's like there's no right way for a man to even correct a woman in those type of situations, especially if she can pay her own bills and and, and make it reinforce the fact that she don't need you. You said dismissively, which is just what my show is on. Oh, it's mm. your tone. I got to say this. There are two things here. Yes, your tone matters. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And if you're criticizing someone, that is the time to be the biggest teddy bear because nobody likes criticism. Not, not men, not women, whatever. So if you think you're about to tell someone that they smell and you're just gonna come straight for their jugular. Oh, do you smell? Like, if you smell that? No one who understands psychology understands. you say, baby, I need You've been chasing these babies full big. Did you get in the shower break? Women are sensitive. So you want us to be sensitive on the one hand while you lay in a pillow talking. You don't want a sensitive. Talk to your boys like that. Man, you That's a good point. Yancy, let me let me let me ask you this. Do you do you think that most women out here today that's in their 
30s, early 30s, down in their 20s and all that. Do you think most women today are submissive and know how to be that way for a man and, and actually take care of men? Okay. Absolutely not. I think it's so, ratchet. I think it's a ratchet mess out there right now. So so hmm. so I did a survey where I asked the women, were you raised to be a submissive wife or were you raised to be independent and by yourself? And like 75% said independent and by myself. I they're not submissive. So it's fine. The man is the leader, absolutely. But it is no coincidence that most women, especially in our communities, 70 some percent of them are not submissive and that means they will not properly follow a man whether he leads them or not because they weren't raised that way that's why our our divorce rates are 75 80 percent in our community and most of them are by those those types of women that have those issues where it's where if you look at it and the college educated independent i don't need a man them the type of women that we're talking about here. Those women have the most trouble in the dating world now because of the they attitude. look good. Yep. So they look you good, can say if the man <laughs> leads, but these here do they picking the, they they picking these chicks? I'll I'll tell you that. But you have to have a woman that is willing to follow you properly in order to make it worse. Because when it don't, and she got that cash, she like, hey man, I'm out of here because I don't need you. So two That's things what you can have. be true. Two things can be true. A man can affect a woman in a positive way. That's one truth. And what Absolutely. you said, a lot of women are not raised to be submissive. That's also another truth. Here's yeah. the thing. If you listen to what I'm saying, I'm giving the kryptonite. The way that a woman melts is not by a man getting more stern, puffing his chest out, saying it louder, saying it prouder. When he says, Baby, I know I this is it. how you were raised. However, you want to say, I know it's how you were raised. No. I know you've never had a dude who no. you say you shaking your head. No, but how many women have you tried this on? Well, how I won't try it because, that's, that's because not this is how why, hold on, hold on, hold no, on. Hold on. Already this is why, before you hold, even, on. hold on. This is why I won't try it because I'm not here to fix you. Come here with what you need as a woman. You want me to come with what I need as a man, right? Well, do you think as, that you're perfect? Hold on, hold on. I didn't say that. But the basic things you want me to have as a man, you want me to come and be and be a provider, a protector, and a leader. You want me to be fair, you want me to be reasonable, and you want me to be understanding and accountable. Basics. As a woman, you should come here feminine, submissive, accountable, reasonable, fair, mm -hmm. and wet, ready to work as a team. Those yeah. are basic things. If you ain't coming with that as a basic thing, I'm not going to try to fix you by being so nice and so masculine to you <laughs> that you don't, that yeah. you don't, that you turn No. Guys have tried that. Or leave. So here's yeah, we've we seen guys that have tried that though. No the, the be the nice husband, be the be the no soft way. husband, be oh, the be the Russell Wilson. Like no, 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 because this is look. Because I don't want to forget what SD said, but I have to say this: I'm not talking about an agreeable husband. Now you're getting into effeminate men. Soft is is different than he's being uh, soft in delivery is different than being soft. Okay, because that's that's mm -hmm. a clear thing. This is what I'm saying when I'm when I'm saying to that a man can't affect a woman. And before I get into that, I want to address what SD said. Do you have to change a woman? No. No more than a woman has to build a bear, a guy who can't, you know, True. get himself yep. out of five dollar debt. Like that's not her right. job. 
However, if the guy can't find a woman, my advice is saying you do have options. Because you're a leader, a good leader can take, have you guys seen that 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 um that classic movie um what's that the, the something bears the the bad news bears or whatever it is yeah the baseball uh, team yeah can take a bunch of ragamuffin players and learn how to speak life into them he can rally them he can get them uniforms so this is what i'm saying sometimes people are going to be projects i'm not no. saying you have to just like a woman doesn't have to deal with the build a bear but i gave the women the same advice i said if you're out here in an impossible situation the impossible situation is this they're saying i'm not finding a man who makes more than me i said okay let's we're not even going to argue if that's true but let's just say it is let's say you can't find a man i said you have the option to meet him where he is and if you're so doggone smart you so doogie hauser then why don't you put <laughs> brains together and you know what i'm saying go go power rangers and now you just exponentially just build yourself and you get the yeah. man. But what they said was, I don't want to build a bear. I don't know if he's actually going to change. I don't know if he just, and okay, well then then be single. So yeah. if you're a man, right. you not find a woman who's beautiful and submissive. I'm simply saying, here's some advice. Well, all right, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah, that is, uh, absolutely, I agree. Yeah. This is where you say this to the woman, okay? Yeah. This is what I realized because I used to be very condescending to these women. I'm like, why would you do this? Why, why? Yeah. I didn't understand why. When you get into their minds, this is what's happening to these beautiful women who are manly. Their, their grandmas and their moms with best intentions who did not have the option of being selective with their husbands, picked whatever guy was willing to marry them. And that guy was abusive. He was cheating on her. He was physically violent. He was stingy with the money. He was controlling with the money. These women are now traumatized. Now they are trying to overcorrect. They're, I mean, sorry, they're trying to correct, but they end up overcorrecting. So instead of saying, look for a good guy and not a buster like I did, they are saying, you don't even have to worry about a guy if you gonna become the guy. So, so yeah. let's, let's call her Tiffany. Tiffany did not grow up like, I wanna be a man hater. She grew up listening to grandma and mom who she thinks she's supposed to trust. She goes out into the world. She wants an SD. She can't get him. She can't figure out why. So now if SD says, Tiffany, look, you're a cute girl, got a nice body, but the way you move, it's, it's just like, well, what do you mean, SD? He has an opportunity, if he says it in love, to educate her. I see this every day. I have women pay Ooh. top dollar asking me to train them how to not be masculine. When I tell you mm -hmm. there is a desire, keep hope alive. These women- I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely. They do. They're like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know what men are looking for. And so this is what causes me to have empathy. And it's causing me to have the results that I get with people is because they don't see a woman judging them. They see a woman understanding how they got to this dilemma and saying, here's a solution. So as a big, strong, sexy man who makes good money, you say, babe, I would love to be with you, but these are my terms. And if you say it in that way, uh, it brings out the feminine for some. I'm not saying all, but one mm -hmm. lady will go, you know That's what? I've dealt with douchebags. Let me try it. Let me try it your way. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, sure. I think there are a lot of things, especially when we're talking about the black community uh, in America. Uh, Post-slavery society ha has really did a number on black love and made it 
more difficult to establish and maintain uh, in the midst of white supremacy. Uh, so there are, there are a lot of things that we, that are, are unique problems to our culture. Uh, and we have to actively work to heal those things. Uh, and, and like you said, um, having a mentality where you speak negatively, men ain't shit and I don't need a man. Like all that, that kind of work mentality is, is you're prophesizing your, your failure. Uh, yeah. So I think yep. um, if if men and women can approach dating in a different way, uh, where they can be more honest, they can be they can end up with people that they're actually compatible with. Uh, I think that we'll see a, a, a more success in relationships. Uh, but the way society set up now is is shifted towards a casual society where most people are just having flings that last for a couple of months, and then they blocking each other and, and going their separate ways. Um, and so it puts us in a cycle where we're not really seeing much marriage. We're just seeing a bunch of babies being populated. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the, the negative aspects of a casual sex society. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Can I, I can I ask you a question real quick, Yanshi? Real fast. Mm -hmm. So so a 40-year-old woman, she meets a guy, he he doesn't know how to lead, and he's not good on protection. He don't, that ain't his thing, right? He's not good. He's more feminine. Would you advise that woman to take that time with her and try to teach him and show him how to be a protector and a and a and a leader as a man? I would, would never. Advise, I would never advise a woman to become masculine and lead. No, I would never advise that. Or, or try to teach him or train him into being a leader. No, or literally, a I have a course, and part of it is never, mm -hmm. ever, ever try to change a man. Never. You have okay. to accept him the way he is or move on because a man, if you want an alpha male, if we're gonna use that term, yeah. if you want a masculine man, you're not changing him. Right. You accept so, him or you move on. As feminine, you receive or reject, that's it. There is no changing, so no, I would but, never- But if, you, if she's so, with a so guy that's a solid dude, he's gonna take her feedback and her opinion in consideration and he's gonna make changes and decisions right. on his own, but it has to be, initiated by himself he can't be forced to do that she can answer his question but she can never say sd i think you're a good guy but no she could never start the conversation and so he this is say, my hey, point why did you turn me down why why won't you go out with me i know you think i'm cute yeah i think you're what? cute well what is it then that there's an opening but no i would never advise her to initiate cool. that conversation. cool and no, because cool. because those are major things from a man that women need from a man protection leadership women need those things from that man in order to make yep. that thing run some type of way in essence on the flip side that femininity and that submission is the same thing to a man as that protection and leadership is to a woman but you're saying to us get this woman and don't and just tell her like this to try to change her and i'm saying no no she's a grand you she, i said if you don't have any other option you have the option oh. to do this She's a grown woman. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I'm expected to come here uh, um, as a as a basic, solid man, and that's the same thing that I want from a woman. I ain't got time to that's be calling no grown women out here. That's, that is your exactly. these chicks, There are some that that's a, but see that's 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 kind of where we no got way. to the topic because yeah. when when you're dating somebody that doesn't a woman that's not submissive or a woman that doesn't meet your criteria for yeah, somebody that, that you could date long term. You're either going to do that or you're just going to casually date her. You're going to kick it with her. And when y'all link up, y'all link up. When y'all go out to eat, you go out to eat. You don't, you're not invested in it. I ain't going to do, do that. But you do it. 
Well, most guys are. That's that's where yeah. that's the extent right. that most women can get. They can get either yeah. casual dating situations or friends with benefits. Yeah. Because dating them is not very pleasant from the guys that they're that they're interested in. Uh and so their dating situations usually don't evolve. But uh, either Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say this. I think as content creators, we have to come up with solutions mm -hmm. instead of pointing at only at car wrecks. I think it's easy for us to say, oh, God, look at this failing. This is failing. Look at this. This is not succeeding. But I think that we do our followers a disservice if we don't offer a solution. So what I gave, I gave a solution. SD didn't yeah, want it. You did. you did. You did. That's totally his prerogative. He doesn't have to. But if a person gets to the point where they say, I don't want to have casual sex anymore. I really don't. I really want a partner. I really want a kid. And their back is against the wall. I'm simply saying, here's an option. This is the, the flip side of the coin. Men love the leadership coin. Oh, they love that leadership coin. But the other side of the leadership coin is you got to take initiative. That is sure. being a leader. And so I'm not saying you have to take sure. initiative as far as training up a woman. I'm saying if you take her on, don't resent that part of your role because that's, cool. that's a sexy part of you. The fact that you can take someone, look at pretty woman, look at, you know, which is a playoff. Oh, bad example. Bad example. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, no. <laughs> bad example because Fellas, it don't work. It's a bad example. She's a muscle. <laughs> what I'm saying is the love of a man can really mold a woman. A, a husband replaces the dad. The dad takes the, the, the daughter from a baby all the way up until a grown woman and he raises her. The man yeah. should continue to mold the woman. And so all I'm saying is, if you are not finding a ready-made project, sometimes you're going to need to. And some of these women are not evil spawns of Satan. They just need some <laughs> guidance. Yeah, if, a, if you gotta mold a guy, and, and that guy, like they'll pretend, men will pretend a lot of times to be a certain way just to get the woman. They'll pretend yeah. to be a certain way just to get a chick. And then when the chick get with the dude, he go right back to what he been doing for 40 years. He only been with her for six yeah. months or a year. So yeah. that's why I don't like that because yeah, you might try to change for me. Men are chameleons to get sex, I like to say. Men are chameleons mm -hmm. to get sex. They'll they'll do a lot of things in order to get it, and a lot of women are chameleons in order to get the ring. So you've been you've been masculine or non-submissive. You've been non-submissive for forty years, but you get with me for six months, and all of a sudden you blink in your eyes every two seconds, like oh, <laughs> this guy's so changing. Like no, because no, when push comes to shove, you're gonna go right back to what you know. That's if, why if, if the change does not happen internally, I agree 100%. I agree 100%. Like, you shouldn't go out and just start getting really conservative clothes and all the stuff to catch the man if you really are <laughs> off inside. So, right. I agree with you. And it takes a lot of discernment to see. Like I said, you can tell when you talk to a person. If a person yeah. is truly broken, like for me, I became yeah. broken. I realized that I was making my husband crazy. And I genuinely had a heart change i went to god and said what am i not getting because i didn't get it i really didn't get what i was doing wrong when i realized what i was doing wrong i was broken i was crying i was utterly surrendered i was like anything i could do to make up you can tell when a person's just trying to put on a dress you know it's like putting a dress on a pig and when a person goes you know what I've genuine never had change 
me like a human before. I've never had a man respect me. I've never had a man take care of me. You know what? I didn't have a dad. You can tell that vibe. So that's the disclaimer I will give. Not just, All right. here's the cheat. All right, code. that's fair. Gotcha. All right, man, it looks like we are up against the clock. Uh, before we get up out of here, Yancey, can you let our uh, viewers know where they can find you and your, and your content? Sure. I am everywhere as Chasing Yancey. Mostly I'm on YouTube and Instagram, but I am technically on the other sites, but it's the smooth best. <laughs> and of course, they can go to uh, ChasingYancey.com. Okay. All right. Uh, very good conversation, man. We uh, we love conversations like this where we will be deep, deep, uh, get a deep dive into the discussion. Uh, before we get up out of here, man, I want to give a shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with our background audio. Uh, I want to remind you all to continue to support the podcast through our donations, uh, to our Cash App and our PayPal. Uh, JSD, man, I appreciate y'all linking up so we can get this knocked out. Uh, this sure. has been a real good episode. I expect a lot of feedback. Uh, Yancey, uh, you know, we always love our conversations with you. So we're yep. all on the same team trying to help people have healthy relationships. So I think this, this, uh, this episode will be a good tool to do so. Uh, this has been another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.